What's up, Mike? Hey, Sam. It's uh, it's good to see you here. Yeah, you too. It's kind it's, of fun. Yeah, a little, little different a, this time. Kind of a new format that we're going to try out. I'm excited yeah. about it. We're just going to have a conversation. I mean, love it. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about branding and the merger and acquisition process and why that's such an important component, probably to have that figured out before you get into that process. <laughs> so, Ideally. Yeah. Ideally, you do that before you get in. So let me ask you this, Mike. Uh, give us kind of an overview of why it's important to have your brand foundation set before you ever even think about that. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of reasons and a lot of factors you need to like think about with your brand when it comes to M&A. One of the big ones I think, and kind of makes sense for a lot of people who are in that process, especially if they're owners, partners, shareholders in their company, is the value that the brand itself brings to the table. So. Every merger and acquisition, there's some kind of calculation of value for the two companies involved. And brand actually provides a level of additional value to your company in that process. So whether you're acquiring someone, or you're merging in with someone, or even being acquired, your brand can bring additional dollars to the table. So I think that's one of the, like the really easy ones, it's the big one. Um, I think it's on average, it's like 20% of your IP is actual brand. And so if you're investing in your brand, you're building it over time, when it comes time for that merger or that acquisition, again, it doesn't really matter which side of the table you're on on that, you're gonna bring more value to the table, which nets everyone on your side something more, right? Yeah. There's a lot of other reasons, I think, that you need to consider your brand in M&A. Things like the culture of your firm, Right? So much of your brand is actually built on who you are as an organization, the personality you bring to the market, which is really based on how you behave as a company. Like as all the individuals in your company, what do you all do that makes it unique to what you do? How does that exude itself? And that needs to be founded on something tangible, which is your values. Yep. And so having a really strong culture again, can have some impact in your merger and acquisition, even down to things like who are you going to acquire or who might be a good fit to merge with. You might want to consider your culture within that. Your brand values are a big part of that. The personality of your firm and how you go to market. Um, and then, I mean, obviously you got to think through all the logistics of mergers and acquisitions when it comes to brand. That gets more in the weeds in terms of like, okay, which brand is going to carry forward? Are you going to merge the two brands together? So are they going to share like a new name that's kind of an amalgamation of the two? Is one name going to win? Is another name going to win? Whose logo ends up on everything? Um, those are things to really consider. And I think you have a case, not always, right? It's not a pure case that like if your logo is better, your logo wins and gets gets to win out. But if you've really done the work to build your brand, obviously you're scaling, you're getting bigger, and you're looking at acquiring other firms, then it becomes kind of a no-brainer, right? Your brand is, is functioning really well, it's got a lot of recognition, it's got a strong reputation, you've got a lot of equity in the marketplace with your brand. And so your brand is probably going to be, going to be the one that, that carries forward. Yeah. Well, let's talk about um, kind of the post M&A process. Every, everything's been signed. Um, Where most people start thinking about brand? Yeah. <laughs> um, let's say, you know, maybe there's one side that didn't really think about brand. Mm. The other side has a really strong brand. 
How do you think through that ahead of time, kind of in hindsight? Um, with you know, we've we talked to Jamie Koshal from Henry and Horn. Um, let's talk about kind of the the rollout plan mm. uh, post M and A. It's kind of it feels like that's kind of the thing that's overlooked some of the times where yeah. it's like we're really excited about joining forces. Everybody's everything's great. It's going to be awesome, and then you do it, and it's like, oh, now what do we do? <laughs> uh, what does that look like from a branding yeah. and marketing perspective? I think the first place to start is put yourself in the shoes of your clients, right? So regardless of what the strategy is for the brand itself, right? Like that identity that's going to carry forward or needs to be created, whether that's like an amalgamation of two brands, whether that's one carrying forward and one discontinuing, um, or maybe they're going to live together for a while. Maybe there's kind of a dual branding type approach that you want to have. Those are questions I'd really want to have answered before everything's inked, yeah. or at least like it's inked but not announced yet. Yeah. If you're announcing that the merger is happening and you haven't figured out that brand strategy for how those brands interact with each other, or one goes away, one doesn't, whatever that looks like, you're going to be behind behind the eight ball big time. But put yourself in your client's shoes. I've been working with this firm for a long time. They've done great service for me. I know Joe, and I know Wendy, and I know Susan. Right? These are the people I work with all the time as my accountants and as my team that's supporting my business. They're merging. This is news to me, right? At some point, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. How did that news come to them, right? Am I hearing about it directly from the people I work with? Was there a clear explanation from them and from maybe the leadership in the firm? Was there uh, any email that went out? Was there any like a press release like how did I find out about this and ideally you're you're doing it in such a way that those that have the closest relationship to you and your firm amongst your clients are hearing sooner than everyone else yeah. right they're in the know yeah they know what's going on I mean in some ways I like to think about that M&A rollout as like a rebrand rollout right even if the brand's not changing for one of those firms it's yeah. gonna have some impact on the other yeah and all the clients that are a part of that Obviously, there's prospects you got to worry about. There's just the general marketplace, updating logos everywhere, changing names on everything, consolidating social pages, consolidating websites. There are a lot of technical things to yeah. think about. But I always want to start with like, what's the human experience first, that client experience, and then kind of work backwards yeah. from there. So I think that gives you kind of a starting point for yeah, that's it. Good. At least. All right, last question. Uh, thinking about this whole process. If you're a marketer, marketing director at a firm, what advice would you give somebody in that seat right now? Maybe even before that's even an option on the table. How do you how do you build towards that? Pretend like it's on the table. Pretend like it's happening in like two months. What would you do? Right? Maybe have a checklist ready. Start thinking about the brand itself. How would we prepare? Think about different scenarios. Are we are we acquiring someone? Okay, well, acquiring a brand is very different than being acquired, yeah. right? So if we're acquiring brand and we're going to acquire two or three or five and maybe talk to your partners right now about like, what's our strategic plan? Are we considering mergers and acquisitions in our strategic plan? If so, what's kind of the timeline on those? Yeah. You probably have some idea if that's part of it. Hopefully you're a part of those conversations. Yeah. 
but have kind of an M&A checklist and almost like a boilerplate plan. Now, that boilerplate is gonna need to flex. It can't just be like, this is the template, this is all we ever do. The first time someone comes in the door and we're gonna acquire them, yeah. you're gonna have to adjust some of those things, but at least you have a game plan. I'd wanna be thinking about culture, core values, personality first and foremost. How are we going to bring these people in? Again, remember, the people in your firm and the people in the firm you're acquiring are the ambassadors of the brand, right? For most firms, especially in professional services like accounting, that's that's like that is how you bring the brand to life is through your people. Yep. And so start thinking about now, how would we talk to our current people about a merger and acquisition and how the brand is impacted by that? How would I talk to about how would I talk to all these new people coming into our firm that are being they're part of the acquired firm? How would we talk to them about the brand? How do we start to introduce them? They're probably going to need to be onboarded into the new brand. If you're maintaining your brand and they're not maintaining theirs, you're going to have to think that through. If you're going to have side by side brands for a while, uh, good luck. <laughs> it's just really hard. Yeah. There's a good reason to do it. There, there are good reasons to do it, but you're basically maintaining separate companies. You got some level of separate culture. There's going to be conflict at some point over that. Yeah. Um, the the natural bent toward businesses is to be one brand. Yep. And if you're going to run two different, three different, four different brands, you're going to start to have some friction yeah. at some point. You might want to think about that, like, okay, if we were acquiring another firm today, how would we approach that? Assuming that our brand maybe has more equity, that's another piece. How do you know which brand has more equity? Um, there's some things you can do. One is just survey people, interview them, interview clients, kind of survey the marketplace, see who has better name recognition, what core values they remember you for, what personality traits they remember you for, yeah. um, what are you known for, right? What are the things that stand out to people? You can also use third parties, index of yeah. differentiation of accounting firm brands. That might be a place to start and just yeah. say, hey, where do we rank? Where do they rank? Um, maybe that gives us some idea of where to start in terms of valuing the two brands. Yep and how to approach a decision around who's gonna kinda win, which yeah. brand is gonna carry forward. You touched on it at the beginning, but hopefully you've done your homework in that process to know that the fit is right. Mm -hmm. And hopefully your clients, the only major differences they're experiencing mm -hmm. are maybe a name and a logo. And the service level and the values of the company are consistent. It doesn't- It would be great if that was what always, it was. That's like almost never yeah, how it goes. I know. There's always going to be pain. Yeah. You kind of always have to rip the bandaid off at some point. Yeah. Um, and it's just, there's just going to be issues. It's unavoidable. Yep. But there are, I think, some of the things you laid out, things that you can do ahead of time yeah. uh, from a branding and marketing side uh, I think to prepare. How you communicate. Yeah, it's a big part. Is a huge part of how much friction people feel. Yeah. Right. I think if you almost take a almost too much of a rip the band-aid off approach where it's just like get over it yeah you know um there's some truth to that right like at some points like everybody just kind of has to move forward yeah because we're not going backwards yep. right so whether it's internal staff whether it's clients whether it's prospects whether it's partners whoever it is that you're working with any of your stakeholders 
some point, like they just kind of have to be like, this is what it is. Yeah. And you're either in or you're out. Yeah. Right. But I think early on, the more you can do to kind of give people ideas of what's going on, clearly yeah. communicate them. I think one of my favorite strategies is have leadership, get in front of a camera yeah, and, and tell the story of the brand, right? Whether it's the existing brand that's going to carry forward, whether it's some kind of new amalgamated brand, reiterating the same things might be the same things you've been talking about for a long time. Like, what yeah. do we stand for? What do we believe? What are the values that we live by? Yep. Um, that can go a really long ways towards really getting your clients, getting your staff, your new staff, all on board and really like yeah. kind of resonating together. Yep. Um, and then making sure like, hey, people with deep relationships with the firm know probably sooner than others feel like, hey, I'm in the know. I know what's going on. Yep. I'm not just getting a press release. Obviously, for some firms, it's just that is what it is, right? There's legal reasons why you can't announce it before some people and not to others. Yeah. That's fine. Um, but like, get in front of that. Yep. Be ready. Have all that communication already lined up as much as you possibly can. Have a plan for like follow-ups. Give people an option to like talk to somebody yep. to understand it. And make sure the person they're talking to, that's, you know, partner in the firm, some staff people that maybe came over from the previous firm or the acquired firm. Do they have a talk track? Do they understand it? Do they know what they're, or are they just kind of like, oh, I don't know. This is, this is what happened. We kind of learned about it when you learned about it. And it's like, ooh, that's, that's not great. Um, if they can't connect the dots, like why this is happening, how this makes sense, then it's not gonna make sense to your clients either.